Today on Transforming Lives. Today we want to begin a series on a cry for help. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. Isaiah chapter 64, verses 1 to 5. Oh, that you will rent the heavens, that you will come down, that the mountains may shake at your presence, as fire burns bushwood, as fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your enemies, that the nations may tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things, for which we did not look, you came down. The mountains shook at your presence. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear. I mean, not hear by the ear, not perceive, nor have they seen any God besides you who acts for the one who waits for him. You meet him who rejoices and does righteousness, who remembers you in your ways. You are indeed angry, for we have sinned against you. In these ways we continue, and, you, and we need to be saved by you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Holy Spirit, come now, minister life unto your people. We thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. In 1904, Christians in Wales had witnessed the rapid spread of worldliness and humanistic philosophy in their land, which produced a worsening state in the churches. One church leader observed, while the church slept, the enemy sowed tears among the wheat. It will take an outpouring of the Spirit of God from on high to uproot them and save our land from becoming prey to atheism and ungodliness. In response to the condition around them, the Welsh pastors began a season of intense prayer. As they prayed, they began to experience the power of God in their churches. Pastor Joseph Jenkins of New Quake Church organized a special conference in January 1904 in which many of the churches, the, many in his church began to experience personal revival. The spirit of revival continued under the preaching of evangelist Seth Joshua. Later that year, Joshua preached in another town. During his meeting, students from the nearby Methodist Academy attended. Evans Roberts was one of those students who attended. On Thursday, September 29, 1904, the evangelist concluded his preaching by crying out in words, Lord, bend us. Lord, bend us. The Holy Spirit said to Evans Roberts, that is what you need. 
Evans began praying, Oh Lord, bend me. Bend me, Lord. Oh Lord, bend me. He felt himself overwhelmed by the love of God. Romans 5, 8 came to his mind. But God commanded his love towards us. In that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The motto of the revival in Wales was born out of Robert's experience that day. Bend the church and save the world. Though stay young, he became God's agent to carry the spirit of revival throughout his homeland. Today we want to begin a series on a cry for help. In our series, we want to share with you five characteristics of revival. They are a cry for help, rent your hearts, it's time to pray, fervent prayer, and God's favor. Today we want to teach on the first characteristic of revival, and that is a cry for help. We want to share with you two principles concerning help. They are access to the throne of God and grace for help. Let's look at each of them. Access to the throne of God. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 to 16. The Bible says the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joint, joints and marrow, and it's a discerning of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we have to give an account. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who is passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot, be, cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but in all points were tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace for help in time of need. God is challenging us to come boldly to the throne of grace, so that we may find grace for help in time of need. We are facing a situation in our lives and in our nation and in the nations around the world that we need to come to God and cry for help. There are so many atrocities that are happening all around. Sunday, this past Sunday, I was, I was amazed by the, the, the terrorist bomb, uh, um, bombing in Sri Lanka. More than 300 people were killed by uh, uh, um godless, ruthless people who just are bent on destroying lives. We need to cry for help. We need to come to God and say to God, God, help us revive our land, restore us, minister life unto us, intervene in our situation. Let the, the, um, the prophet Isaiah say, Lord, rent the heavens and come down. Come down to us. 
We need revival in our land, in our churches, in our homes, at our workplace, in our nation, and yes, in our world. Revival is the rising up of the increased spiritual vigor and strength in which Christians become more fruitful to their obligation to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they have an increased commitment to holiness and unselfish service. The great revivalist Charles G. Finney said, Revival is a new beginning of obedience to God. Just as in the case of a sinner who turned to God and his first step is through deep repentance, so is revival. Revival is the breaking down of the heart. It is getting down into the dust with God. It is a deep humility and the forsaking of one's sin. Revival is restoring to life that which is almost dead. It is, it has to do primarily with the church. Revival has to begin with our lives. As believers, as members of, of the church, as Christians, we need to ask God, Lord, revive us, touch our lives. Like Evans Roberts, we need to say, Lord, bend us. Make us instruments of your grace. Make us instruments of your love. Make us instruments of your power. Make us instruments of Jesus Christ. Revival is creating a sensitivity to the presence of God through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to revive our lives or the life of believers. Whenever Christians are revived, there will always be the conversion of souls. People will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. When we watch television, like the, the story, that, the thing that happened recently in Sri Lanka, we are moved with, with the gross atrocity and, and, and the, the, the sinless and, and, and senseless death of hundreds of people. But the, the solution to that problem is Jesus Christ. When people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus, they will love one another and they will desire to help each other instead of killing lives. Many people die who had uh, um, got up that morning just like many of us got up and they were no more. They went into eternity because the Bible tells us that the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Revival is a divine intervention in the normal course of spiritual things. God revealing himself, working in the lives of people through his holy and awesomeness, through his irresistible power. God touching and manifesting himself by healing the sick and ministering lives um, to people and raising them up and causing them to go out and champion his cause by bringing them back to himself. God is working when there is a revival in our land. I read a story uh, 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 of a picture. Uh, um, this person was trying to share and, and show what happens when God began to work in the lives of people. 
He said, uh, uh, um, if, you, if you consider a river or, or a city that has a dam, and, and, and the, the, the river runs into the dam to generate the electricity, but the dam is, is a wall or, or a structure that keeps water in order to generate sufficient power to, to, to light the entire city. But that water, as long as it remains within the dam, it's okay. But one day, when there is a crack in the dam, and all of a sudden that crack begins to get bigger, and the entire flow of the water bursts through that dam, and all of a sudden now the water that was easy for people to walk by becomes a, a, a rolling water that everything it passed over, it brings destruction and it brings a, 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 a pain. People have to run away because of the water. The same thing happened several years ago with, with, uh, in New Orleans with Hurricane uh, uh, um, Katrina. When the, the levee was broken and the water rushed into the city and thousands and thousands of people uh, uh, um, were displaced because of that. When God moves in our land, he touches everything. He heals, he he brings people back. When the, the story I shared earlier with uh, um, the, the revival in Wales, it touched the entire city, and many people came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, and situations were changed in their lives. We need to ask God for revival. We need to ask God to intervene in our land. We need to ask God to touch our hearts even in our society in this country. Right now, there are a lot of things that are happening. Amen? Uh, um, uh, um, family members, there are confusion and, and, and senseless killings we have seen over the years in the different schools or different places. Sometimes you're trying to walk on, this, on the street and every time you turn on the television to listen to the news, there, are, there is another uh, um, uh, um, killing or a murder or, 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 or uh, uh, Racial tension. We need God's intervention in our land. We need revival. Revival is, like the book of Acts says, a time of refreshing in the presence of God. Peter said to the people when they asked him, they said, Men, what should we do? He said, Repent and turn away from, uh, from your sins. And the time of refreshing will come to you. Revival is a sovereign act of God upon his church, whereby he intervenes and lifts the situation completely out of the hands of ordinary people. And he works in extraordinary power in order to do his work. But it takes God and us to work together. God wants to partner with us for us to bring, for him to bring revival and bring restoration to our land and to our homes and our families. In this country and around the world, there are a lot of broken families, broken homes, homes without parents uh, uh, um, or with only one parent. Uh, um, there, there are a, a lot of people who uh, are on the streets um, who can't find a job. A lot of people who, who uh, uh, don't know where to turn. 
a lot of people who are uh, um, on drugs and uh, uh, um, uh, uh, are hooked with alcoholism or, or sexual immorality. A lot of people who their lives are being destroyed because they don't know where to turn. It takes the intervention of God. God is calling us to ask him for revival. We have access to the truth of God. The writer of Hebrews says we should come boldly to his truth and ask him for help in time of need. We need to go to his truth and gain access. The second uh, um, principle that I want to share concerning the cry for help is grace for help. The Bible says we should come boldly to the throne of grace where we will find grace for help. Grace is God's unmerited favor. But we have to come to God in order to gain the grace and the, and the favor of God so that he can touch our lives and we in then can touch the lives of others around us. God wants to work in our lives, in our families, in our churches, in, at our workplaces, in our schools, in the hospitals, at uh, uh, our places of entertainment. God wants to be there and show up and touch the people and the friends that you interact with. But God is asking us and saying to us, to come boldly, but we need to come crying for help. Lord, help us. We need your help. You see, over the years, all through church history, there have been people who have cried to God for help, cried for a revival, cried for God to intervene in their situation. In, with the story of, of, of the Will's pastor, the, it, it tells us that they went into intense prayer to seek the face of God because their lives and their, their, their society and their churches were being uh, 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 run over by humanistic philosophy. We need to run to God for help. We need to cry. No matter how dark and appalling our situation or the moral degradation of our lives uh, um, is, we need to ask God for help. He is the only one who can answer the cry of our heart. He is the only one who can touch our souls and heal our land. Like the prophet Isaiah, we want to say, Lord, rent the heavens, tear the heavens open, and come down. So that you may touch our lives. Let your presence shake the mountain. Let people uh, 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 tremble at your presence. Just like fire burns the wood. Burn our hearts, oh God. Burn the sin and the, uh, 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 from our lives. Burn the addictions from our lives. Burn the wickedness from our lives. Burn the pre prejudice from our lives. Bind the racial tension from our lives. Bind the divide from our lives. Burn, oh God. Just like fire boils water. Burn in us so that we can be yours. We can be yours. Work miracles 
in us. Do work. Do life in us. You see, we need to cry to God and ask him to intervene in our situation. It's not hopeless if we learn to pray. If we learn to go to God and ask him for help. You see, no matter who you are, what is happening in your life, God can change the circumstances and the situation of your life. But you must humble yourself and come before him, asking for his help. Asking God to change your situation and make corrections in your life. Coming to God and repenting of your sin. Putting away the wickedness in your heart and asking God to heal and to deliver you, to set you free. Amen. God wants to touch your life. God wants to minister unto you. God wants to change the situation and the circumstances that is happening in your life. God wants to bring about hope, to give you hope. In the midst of change and unreality, spiritual values, God wants to touch us and change our situation. Oh, when revival comes to our land, when revival comes to, to us personally and comes to our churches and comes to, to, to our neighborhood and our communities and to our land and, and around the world, people begin to love one another and change. We can say to God, God, bend us. God, change us. Uh, the, 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 the drug problem that we have in this country, when revival comes, it will, go, it will cease. The uh, uh, promiscuity problem that we have in this country, it will stop. Uh, the sexual immorality problem that we have in this, it will stop. The lying and the cheating and the bigotry that is in, that we face, uh, it will stop. The senseless killing, it stop. But God is asking you to first and foremost, Get right with him. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. Have you made Jesus the Lord of your life? Have you come to the place where you have truly repented of your sins, and, turn, and you are willing to turn away from, from them in order to serve God so that God can use you as an instrument of his grace and his power? Or are you saying, well, everything is okay. Uh, I'm just still young. I want to let you know that the Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. If you don't accept Jesus now and make him your Lord, you will have to face God as judge. And that is a terrible place to be because it is a terrible thing to be in the hand of a, 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 a place where there is no way or no hope. Jesus came and died so that you can be healed and saved and delivered. Don't allow your life to continue to perpetuate. Turn around. Ask God to use you as an instrument of revival. Evans Roberts began to pray, Lord, bend me. And I want to challenge you just like he prayed, 
you begin to pray and ask God to touch your heart. Let the fire of God burn in your heart. Like, like Isaiah said, Lord, rent the heavens, tear the heavens and come down. Ask God to, to, to break forth over your life and your family. To touch you so that you can change, be changed. And as you are changed, others will be changed also. If you have not made Jesus your Lord, I want to invite you to uh, uh, um, ask Jesus to come into your heart. And you can pray with me and let me release God's grace over your life. Say, Jesus, come into my life. Make me anew. I want to be an instrument of revival. If you've prayed that prayer, Jesus came because he promised if you confess him as your Lord, you shall be saved. Let me release God's healing power over you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone. I release the power of God over their lives. I command blind eyes to open, deaf ears to open, dumb mouths to speak. I command the healing into their lives. Lord, touch them. Intervene wherever they are. Let us know about your testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being with us. Pastor Liz and I will be right back with a very important message. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services. On Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service. On Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study. And on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia. 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at Bethelva.com. Mm-hmm.